You know, 15 minutes is 15 minutes, but uh, an hour of shame, even better. A month of shame, a year, 10 years, 50, how about 112 years, 341 of days shame. of shame oh, for Saturnino de la Fuente, the oldest man in the world who died. Finally, everybody, was, his grandchildren, who are now 88, were waiting for that inheritance all that time, and he didn't <laughs> die, and finally he died. So I'm shaming him for dying. Oh. <laughs> Did he leave an inheritance at all? Was there that big? Uh, well, what's going to be left when you're 112? I mean, you know, you spend your last thousand dollars on depends. You have a very bad coke problem. <laughs> ben Kitchen and Bill Smith are here. I'm Mike Adams, and this is 15 minutes of shame. Uh, the good news is that in the last week, I haven't had anything to be shamed shamed about myself personally. But uh, there are other things going on in the world that I think. People have to bear the burden of the shame that they've presented for themselves. So you've had what we call it, like a righteous week. I've had a, yes. Everything I've done is exactly right. I replaced the toilet paper when I, the last sheet was used. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did that. I recycled everything that was recyclable. So I look. I'm, I'm shame free except for my Patriots fan legacy. <laughs> what well, you guys got? Did you? Uh, you got shame? Did you lose more money? Yeah. Sorry, American cash. You know, the betting world, you put cash on the barrel head. You know, you don't screw around with credit. So that explains the sullen mood you had when you walked in. That you had, I think my mood has like, been delightful. I think you, you felt like you'd been robbed. I think it's. I think my my attitude has been exemplary. Right, you've been quite chipper. <laughs> By the way, there's a certain words that aren't used very often. One of them is exemplary. And chipper. Chipper. Uh, the other one is when you say... Uh, you're going. The only thing you can exact in life is revenge. You know, he exacted his revenge by doing this or that. I'm going to exact revenge. You don't exact anything else. I'm going to exact the garbage. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> I'm going to exact uh, a woman. I'm going to exact this soup. It's a, the only thing that where that's a mm. is a revenge. Keep that in mind. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, it's a good nugget. That's true. True story. So. Um, yeah, Patriots fans aside, and and by the way, the Patriots. I'm gonna say this: just shame them right out of the box. The, yeah. the Patriots defense was how do I say this nicely? Shameful, succular, oh. <laughs> succular. It was bad, man. It's a level below shame. That was the worst yeah. Patriots playoff game I've ever seen, and that includes the t- Super Bowl twenty against the Bears when they lost forty six to ten. I think the guys on the team, when they watch the film, will say the same thing. I, they, they, they have to. Yeah. They have to because it was that bad, you know. So shame on them. And, you know, I don't – you say, but Belichick didn't have a good game plan. The players didn't play. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his game plan was, but you could just tell they weren't on there. They weren't fired up. They weren't uh, anticipating things. They didn't play like professionals. They didn't play like they used to play this year. Mm-hmm. They were stale and stilted and stupid. Wow. That's an alliterate alliteration. Yeah. Very good. It was it was unwatchable, and now I'm a Tom. Now I'm going to root for Tom Brady for the rest of the season. All right, that sounds fair to me. Yeah, I like Tom Brady. I mean, he's he's the closest thing we have to rooting for a Patriot. Him and he and Gronk, right? Yep. So I, I'm in on that. Big money too. I'm going to throw it on big money. In fact, I'm going to take all my revenues that I made on this podcast in the last month. Whoa, that's quite a bit. It's upwards of fifty bucks. I'm going to put it all on the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the rest of the uh, season. All right. So, what do you got? 
Who do you want to shame? Let's shame some people. That's what we're here for. I want for. to shame Alec Baldwin again. Again? Yeah, really? Yeah. Did he time. shoot somebody else? No. It, well, that's just it. Here's this guy. The family of fallen Marine Riley McCollum is claiming that Alec Baldwin falsely accused one of the McCollum's grieving sisters of being an insurrectionist. So here's the story. First, he, sends, he, he finds out about the death of the soldier. And he sends the family $5,000. He sends his widow five grand. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> her name is Jenna Creighton and her newborn. This is according to the suit filed Monday in federal court, the Casper Star Tribune reported. Reported. Yes. Uh, the actor told Rice source. that the check was a tribute to the fallen soldier. That sounds pretty cool. But then this month... Baldwin accused Royce of taking part in last year's riots in the nation's capital and called her an insurrectionist after she posted a photo on Instagram that she took on January 6th, 2021. And was she in the building or in the parking lot? She was at the Washington Monument. Oh, so what? She didn't even participate. Oh. Well. (laughs) Then what? Then what? You have no proof. Well. Royce, who attended a demonstration in support of President Donald Trump, was not involved in the riots and was never accused of any crimes during the mayhem, according to the news outlet. So she could sue him. So she's going to sue him because uh, he said she's an insurrectionist and she's anything but. You know, I'm an erectionist. (laughs) You know, that is the stuff of legend. Ah, shame on you for dragging the show into the toilet. I did. I'm I'm making a joke. Hey, so shame on Alec Baldwin again. I just, that guy. You know, in on, uh, November, early November, we have uh, what's called Election Day here in America. Yes. In Japan, they have, they celebrate oh. Erection oh, Day. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. No. no, they do. Oh, I'm, I'm not kidding. Oh, God. Sorry, what's wrong Japan. I know. What's wrong with you? We'd like, we'd like to apologize for the, yeah. uh, the behavior of our host. Yeah. Wait, what am I, a ruser? Oh, boy. Oh, I'm kidding. Come on, let's go. Come on, Jeez. move on, move on. Move on. All right. We're I moving. would I would like to shame Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live? Oh, they deserve it. <laughs> God. Go ahead. Can you let it go so we can yeah, get through ahead. more bits? Yeah, go ahead. Because yeah. um, we got rots to cover today. You're like Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mickey, yes. Lo- Mickey Looney? God. Okay, go ahead. Make I'm it sorry. stop. I'm sorry. I'm, stop. I'm just doing I'm, It's linguistics. Yeah. Um SNL has been hacky and lazy for quite a while, right? We can all agree on that. I agree, yeah. You know, they, they hit a little bit of momentum with the Alec Baldwin Trump impression. Yep. And then they beat that horse till it was dead and a carcass <laughs> and rotting and ugh. But now they're just incredibly lazy and just ripping off bits from other shows, whether it be other sketch shows from years past that they think, hey, we might forget that someone else on a sketch show that was really famous uh, did this bit 10 years ago. And do you remember, about a year ago, you and I had the same problem at the same time with the same company, Spectrum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we aired our grievances, and we sure. were talking about some of the things that, we were, that were said to us. And I quit them. Yeah, and we both did. Yeah. Um, I quit them. Well, that very next week, there was a skit on SNL about people trying to quit and how much of a pain in the ass it is to yeah. quit Spectrum. They don't let you. Those thieving motherfuckers. Oh, see, Ben? Yeah. 
Yeah, they but, ripped us right off. Well, they did. They stole, You know, that happened to me one time before. I, I had a TV show on. Uh, and, and, and they're not funny. Anymore. In the 90s. You know, it was on TV because it was a TV show. Yep. And uh, I did this whole thing on uh, about rowing on the, uh, the, in the the head of the Charles stuff, you know, yes. with a little boat. And uh, Maury Levine, I had a, a megaphone. I was right in his ear going, row harder, row. He's yelling at me. It was funny. It was a funny little shtick. We did it actually on the river. Yep. One week later, Letterman did a show from Boston, and he did the exact same thing. And I thought, his producer saw that and said, hey, Dave, I got a great idea. And they, they said, yeah, it's a great idea. And it was funny both times, but it wasn't any funnier when he did it than when I did it, but he stole it from our show. Stole the idea. I'm, right now, I'm going to shame him for that. Uh -huh. not, not just him, but the producer, whoever stole it from us. And Maury Levine is my witness. He was on the boat at the time. We know it was a week or two weeks ahead of, of Letterman. Who did the better job? Uh, you know, yeah, so I'm not going to. Well, I did. <laughs> I've long believed that you're better than Letterman. We had, well, I we had, believe, right, Bill? I, I agree. Mean, remember, been telling everyone for years. We had no staff. You know, no, we, we had would, this huge staff. We had nothing. And people we put wouldn't it listen to me, nor do they usually know who you were. We threw that But together. I've been telling everyone. Uh, me too. I write my name on bathroom walls so more people will remember who I was. <laughs> I saw it in the street once. Did you? <laughs> Why is your number there? Uh, the funny thing is I left the last number blank because I want people to have to work hard to get my number. I'm sure they like that. Uh, um, what's her name? Claire McCaskill? Claire McCaskill. Claire McCaskill. Yeah. Fucking hate her. There's two parrots. You know why? She's an asshole. Wow. wow. Well, listen to Easy this. Tiger. Well, first of all, she says stupid stuff all the time. What is she on? CNN or MSNBC? Well, one it's one of those. Of yeah, it doesn't she matter. She says dumb shit all the time. For a former, was former senator or representative? I don't even remember. I think so. From Missouri? Don't like her. So... But that's just in general. Uh, you know, Neil Gorsuch, the Supreme Court uh, justice, yep. uh, was alleged, it turned out to be not true, but was alleged to have said bad things about Sonia Sotomayor. What's her name? That's it. Yeah. Um, because uh, refused to wear a mask at their, at their discussions or something like that. That didn't happen. None of that happened. Mm -hmm. so, so what does Claire McCaskill do? She goes on Twitter. And she rips into uh, Neil Gorsuch. And based says, on the false assumption. Based on the false assumption that he had said something that he never said. The story okay. that NPR re reported. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they're, they're all reliable sources, but you don't come out firing bla guns blazing until you know. Mm. And Claire McCaskill did on Twitter. She said, I'm going to try to do her bitchy ass voice. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> Ready? Yep. Go ahead. So glad I voted no on this jerk. What kind of guy does this? I could tell in my meeting with him that he thought he was better than everyone else. More important, smarter. Ugh. Hashtag Gorsuch. <laughs> Why'd that sound like Mort Golden <laughs> from Family Guy? <laughs> By the way, his greatest thing ever was when he, when he, when he, he ripped into the uh, Ritz Cracker people and he was writing a letter. <laughs> he goes... I paid for crackers, not a bunch of crumbs. You know, he was a, then he says, your friend, what's his name? Mort Goldman. Y your friend, Mort Goldman, again. <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> so he's complaining. That for, anyway, um, so Claire McCaskill is, she sucks, and, and Gorsuch <laughs> didn't do anything to deserve that. And so that's an embarrassment for her to go on Twitter, rip this guy. He's a su ju Supreme Court justice, and she made a complete asshole out of herself. There, I've said it. You did. Do you have anyone else, Bill? Me, I have no one else. How much time left is I'll there? I'll double we, that we one. We've got Claire. about three minutes. Three uh, minutes. I, I can uh, 
go back to the well and shame uh, Britney Spears' family. Britney, what's up with that? You know, she got out of that conservatorship, which took a long time. I'm pro-Britney, by the way. Yeah, $36 and million, dollars, right? The Her dad and her lawyers, or the lawyers involved in that, $36 million that they took out of her. Yeah. yeah. $36, and now she's in a public feud with her younger sister, who, you know, never had any talent. But I feel so bad for this girl. Oh, don't be so sure of that. I, I spent some time with her. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. She had some talents. Oh, I good, can't talk about them on the good podcast. Good vocal range? Well, she, she had some lungs. Mm. Good to know. <laughs> so either way, she's in a public feud with her older sister, Brittany. And I just feel so bad for every person in this girl's immediate family has just built her out of money, notoriety, recognition. Yeah. And, and I feel, but do you ever think that maybe she's just not likable? I like her. Like, I, no, but maybe the whole family hates her for a reason. Maybe she does stuff really wrong to them, like puts stuff in their bed when they're sleeping or takes their toast when it's in the toaster and eats it. You think that equates to $36 million? It depends. How much she got left? That's what I want to know because I'm, I'm interested. I, my guess is she's probably got about $30 million left. I think she's a nice girl and got in with the wrong crowd. Well, that'll happen. Well, yeah, but she didn't know anything about. She's been since she was a kid. I think the wrong crowd got in her. Well, I think the wrong crowd can affect your life. I mean, look at Biden. He was okay for years, and now now he's with all these bad people that are leading him down the path of uh, of senility. Yeah. You know, he doesn't know what they're telling him to do. He just does it. You know. Uh-huh. By the way, have you noticed that he's even walking like a really, really old person yeah. now? He forgets uh, he, he, occasionally, and I see that in him. He Where am I it, going? He knows it's. <laughs> he's been told, you know, chest out, stand up straight, yeah. walk like you mean it. But he forgets it's that. It's not sometimes. strong, and it's not believable. No, and he just kind of wanders off. And it's, he, uh, he looks like someone should be holding his arm yep. when he walks from the, the helicopter to the White House or to the plane. Or the, he looks like someone should be helping him yeah. uh, just to be nice. And, uh, how many minutes left? Because I got one more. One minute. Okay. I've been putting this off for a long time. But I'm going to have to say something about this. Okay. Oh, go ahead. And it's not about Mutt, even though he sucks. It's about somebody who's very famous and who did something that I just can't forgive. I don't, even, I don't know if I can do this because I get emotional. Well, you've only got a minute. Okay. Or less. I'm going to shame Yoko Ono. Yoko. For Not only for breaking up the Beatles, which, you know... We all saw it. We all saw it happen. How much time do I have left? 20 seconds. 20 seconds. But I'm going to shame Yoko Ono for singing like this. (laughs) 